Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Co Show. My name is Mason Co. here, as always, with my co-host, Aaron Co. Howdy. Today is Tuesday, June 8th, and today we got some NFL news. We got the playoffs moving along to the second round. But before before we get into that, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, all the YouTube stuff. Follow us on Twitter, at MasonCharlesCo, at AaronCo29. And without further ado, uh, let's just jump into the, the football news of the week. Julio Jones getting traded to the Tennessee Titans. Um, you know, I, this moved all pretty quick. Uh, yeah. con, you know, considering, I mean, we knew he might have been gone for a while now, but uh, it all just happened like he's going to get traded, and then he got traded like that. Yeah, I thought, um, it, you know, usually these things drag out for a bit. Yeah, so, yeah, and, yeah. It, and even with the 24 to 48 hours report from Adam Schefter, it came out like an hour or two later. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Interestingly enough, you've talked about how whenever a team gets a top-level wide receiver, they're instantly put in the contender category. Every time. Every time. So We like our shiny new yeah, toys. Yeah. So, interestingly enough, I have seen a little bit less of that with Julio Jones because I think people are still really concerned about the Titans' defense, particularly on third down. But still, it's one of those situations. You're, seeing the, you're already seeing the pictures of – AJ Brown and um and and Julio and Derrick Henry all next to each other. Yeah. You know, um I still see them as like a 9 and 7, 10 and 6 team personally. Their quarterback. It's yeah, I you know, it <laughs> I think Ryan Tannehill's solid, but it, he's not going to I don't know. He's not going he's he might not lose you a playoff game, but he's not going to win you a playoff game. He's not going to, you know, put put the team on his back, but this certainly helps and, you know, I would have loved to have seen him on the Seahawks. Obviously, yeah. So that was there were reports that the Seahawks were in in the mix for trading for him. Um, now I'm seeing other reports that they're potentially going out and looking for a cornerback, potentially calling uh, Bill Belichick up for the former player, uh, defensive player of the year, and Stephon Gilmore. Wow. Uh, th- those are like really unsubstantiated reports, yeah. and anything like nothing's leaking from the for- or from the uh, Patriots side. I mean, so um, yeah. So uh, who knows with that, but. Yeah, a little bit sad to see him go, but not you know not too worried because it's the Titans. If it's the Packers, it's maybe a different story, or you know, there's plenty of teams out there that I'd be more worried about. Do you think the you know so the Seahawks supposedly were interested? Do you think they were like uh, John Snyder's like, hey, hey man, hey Titans GM guy, I don't remember your name, uh, hey man, um, like I gotta call and I gotta be able to tell Russ that I asked about this, so I'm asking. <laughs> Not Titans GM, sorry, Atlanta GM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I screwed that up. Atlanta GM. You know, I got to tell Russ that I called you. Um, So if he asked, could you tell him that I called you? Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And tell Russ they tried. Then then he leaked the report that they were trying. Yeah, Yeah. no, that that actually could have been it, to be fair. But when you see a second-round pick and then swap a fourth and a sixth, you're, you're, you know, uh, you kind of consider – consider why the Seahawks maybe didn't get in there but also it was known that the Titans weren't trying to trade within the NFC so right. that could have been part of it as well um yeah anyway it'll be exciting to see him in a new spot you know uh, as it always is just i don't know if the Titans is, uh, is the most exciting spot to see him in but he's a guy i've always rooted for him because i i watched i don't usually watch a lot of the NFL combine yeah and I don't remember who else was in that draft. Maybe it was um, the Cincinnati guy. Uh, is it Green? Oh, what the hell? Uh, oh, AJ Green. AJ Green. Um, 
I can't remember if they were in the same draft or not, but I'm watching Julio Jones. I'm like, that guy is big and he's fast. And I was watching his hands. Like right. A natural catcher of the football. Right. So I've always, and I, I'm like, this this is going to be the best player in this draft. So I've always kind of rooted for that tape. Interesting. Yeah. I, um, I didn't know that. I, I that like tape. him a lot. You know, he's, he's, you know, 32 years old. So you wonder. You know how how much does he have left exactly? How much does Russ have left exactly, though? You know. Yeah, well, quarterbacks are gonna last longer than than skill players. Right, but um, I mean, okay, let me rephrase that. How long is how long is is this current Seahawks right like right. potential uh, contender contendency gonna last? Like, how long is yeah. Pete gonna stay here? How long is Russ gonna be elite? How long is the roster gonna look? at least solid this could be Ru- russ's last year I mean, so yeah that, that's what i'm let's saying not, let's not rule that out that's what i'm saying yeah. so t- train the yeah. train the 2023 second round pick yeah. or whatever like that i you know i mean maybe i'm just stressed and about this era ending and us falling into the mariners abyss or whatever yeah. but like i yeah. i don't know um it seems like they go all in and then they don't like they're they don't it seems like they're sort of all in on some and then you get that all in feeling and then they're like now nah, we got to plan mm-hmm. for the future the next like yeah they're a little schizophrenic in in that way um so i you know i don't know i think the concern may be that you know julio was was injured last year some people think he might have been tanking it a bit you know because he just you know why why risk yourself for a crappy team um i uh yeah, I, I would have liked I would have traded a second round pick for him, but I might have I might have regretted that. There are some True. guys I wanted last year that were terrible. Yeah. You know, a couple yeah. of pass rushers that did nothing yeah. in the league. Yeah. You know, I wanted them to bring back Clowney. He had zero sacks. Yeah. So um I'll I'll be curious to see what Julio does. I mean if he if he puts up twelve hundred yards, he's never been a great red zone threat. That's the That's, weird thing. Yeah, when you you think you think of him as a red zone threat because just because he's big and fast, and he does he can get up and over people and high yeah. point the ball. But I don't know. So it's it's weird. It's like is that at at you know you you think it might be the Falcon system or something, but at some point when you're in the league this long, you would think he's, he's got to have over ten you know more than once yeah he's only like, had it once right and i think so been a couple of years where he's had like three a lot, like many like probably yeah. five like half of his years it's he's ins- had five or less it's insane because yeah. he has everything you want in a red zone yeah target yeah so i don't know yeah it'll be interesting to see how they use him considering they they kind of lean on derrick henry pretty heavy they have they have obviously him aj brown um they just got or no never mind they just lost johnny smith but um they also got Corey davis who kind of a bust but um just an athletic freak so you know he's Corey davis is good for like a five five catch 150 yard three touchdown game once he's on your fantasy bench yeah when he's on your fantasy (laughs) bench exactly precisely yeah yeah okay um speaking of the packers um aaron Rodgers is not expected to attend mandatory mini camp um that starts tuesday green bay could opt to fine him 93k but they could also opt not to find him, which makes this a little interesting. You're trying to keep him you're trying to, you know, stitch together the relationship and keep him there. Do you choose to find him no. for missing the mandatory camp? No, you you don't find him. You don't I don't think him. you do. I think you've no option but to not. You need pretty to much kiss his ass as much as possible if you want him back. Yeah. If you don't want him back, then find him and take 
take the money. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But I, I think they want him back, so I think they're gonna try. Um, he's an interesting cat. Like yeah. he's not like he's I I. Maybe he's not going to play this year. I I've always felt like he would. Wasn't that my bold take that I thought he was going to retire? Yeah. Yep. I'm might, sticking with it. You might. Yeah. You might be. Isn't that funny? Right. Isn't that funny? That I'm just forgetting takes. Like I, yeah, that's no, just. I, don't I just spew anything. bullshit. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. just. <laughs> just remember the ones you were right. Yep. Which or make yeah. or make them up. Yeah. You know that yeah. works great. <laughs> <laughs> um, we could have a freezing cold takes segment on our takes. Oh, on this there podcast. was. There was um. There was some. Uh, there was a take I had at the beginning of the year for the NBA that I just like. It came to me as I was falling asleep last night. That haunted me, and I can't remember what it was. I'm gonna have to go. We should. There's got to be an episode where we had NBA preseason predictions. Right. Remember, we did this for the NFL yeah. um, and exposed our terrible takes, <laughs> uh, particularly yours. Not gonna lie, yeah. but um, um, yeah, I'm gonna have to go back for the NBA. Maybe it that. was that the Lakers would win the championship. That's probably I mean, well, that's one of them. Yeah, that's definitely one of them. Um, but yeah, so yeah, what were you saying? Packer or yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen here. You know, it's going to be one of these things where, you know, he may just show up one day and, yeah. and that was his plan all along. Maybe, you know, I don't know. This I, could be a test. Who knows? I'm so confused on this whole thing. Um, it's bizarre. I don't even know really what he's so angry about. You know? Yeah. It's a little confusing that it's just all bubbling up right now. I think that's yeah. what's confusing for me. Um, all right, so let's move on to some playoff talk. So, uh, yeah, Lakers got bounced. Um, I, you know, I think obviously the series is different if AD's healthy, and who knows sure. how healthy LeBron was. I said that I thought LeBron was going to turn it up, and he did in a sense, but not not really to the point of like attacking the hoop. He would come around a screen, see three guys and just say, fuck that. And just, and just pass it. So, you know, AD comes in for five minutes. It's just immediately obvious that he cannot play. Yeah. Like yeah. it was so clear instantly. Um, didn't even take a shot. Only played five minutes left for the rest of the game. And then, I mean, the Suns poured it on him. You know, credit to Devin Booker. He had 47. He had, uh, thirty. I think, 31 or 33 in the first half. The Lake Frank Vogel didn't decide to fucking double-team him until, like, the fourth quarter for yeah. some reason. Um, yeah, so, you know, I'm not going to be, like... I'm not going to, like, try to make every excuse for LeBron because I feel like that's just lame, but the series is different if AD's healthy. Plain and simple. It is, and then... A couple, a couple of things that that I noticed in what I watched. So first of all, I stand by it. LeBron is was not healthy. There's like he's gonna have surgery or something. There's I, yeah. something going on there because hey, I know he scored some, and in some ways he looked okay, but he was not taking it to the rack with the regularity that he normally would. In a closeout, I mean, if you look at his look at his closeout game statistics, they're ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and like. He just either did not have the ability to turn it up or realize that we're not going to win championship anyway and just kind of quit, honestly. And the way the way that the Lakers, the rest of the Lakers played, I mean, there's there's former LeBron's former Cavaliers teammates going, shit, we were better than that. They so they were terrible. I sent you. I sent you. They were all terrible. They were all fucking dog shit. Um, Yeah. So I'm not, you know, I'm not going to 
take and I I don't think this is your take. I'm not going to like people for some reason just immediately like hopped on LeBron and it's like there's so there are like a laundry list of reasons why this doesn't affect LeBron's actual legacy. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the, you know, like he was hurt, AD was hurt, his entire team played like dog shit. You know, he's 36 at the, at the end of the day. Like he's he's 36. You yeah. know, we yeah. we were we kept talking about oh it's it's amazing how he's 36 and doing this. So why are we going to shit on him when he does what 36-year-olds do? Right. Yeah. I I would shit on him a lot more if I thought he had been healthy, but I don't I I don't believe he was right. I yeah. think he was playing through something. Mm-hmm. Um and was able to do a lot of things, but not everything that he would normally want to be able to do. But yeah, I don't know how I don't know how those the rest of the Lakers were so just god awful. Yeah, it's amazing. So this might have been before Game Six actually, and the, these stats might have got worse. Um, I sent you this tweet from at Blame Your Parents on Twitter. Um, <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, just it just says <laughs> sickening. Uh, it's uh, Ben McElmore. 37% to 33% um, from regular season to playoff, three-point percentage. And then I'll just I'll just read off. Um, Dennis Schroeder, minus 5%. Wes, uh, Wesley Matthews, minus 8%. Um, Alex Caruso, minus 11%. KCP, minus 33%. <laughs> he dropped from 41 to 8%. Um, and then LeBron, 37% to 40%. I thought... Even with AD being being a little bit injured, that um, that I thought like a Montrez Harrell might do a little bit more. They well, they sat his ass for they, a while. He didn't, like with AD being out, why wasn't he like playing? Wait, he so minutes? so yeah, he he like he was struggling, and then Marcus All came in and did well. But with AD out, you'd think you would play him more, and then. Um, I mean, this just goes to show how not valuable Andre Drummond is as a player. I yeah. mean. That he should have never been an all star. He should have ne- like yeah. that. You know, it, in a in in a world where Andre Drummond is a star player, he steps in for AD, and obviously he's never gonna do AD things. But it's not gonna. He's not gonna be completely a fucking invisible ghost on on the court at all times. Right, right. So yeah. there's this clip I saw of him. Uh, it, it's like, what are you even doing on the court? He 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 like gets boxed out by Chris Paul and it's like <laughs> oh by the way uh we'll talk about this too uh a little bit later but um let's go up to well on the bucks Joe Harris boxed out Chris Middleton and Giannis on the same play last night <laughs> it was disgusting anyway Joe Harris Joe Harris it's boxed a, out both of them a real NBA player <laughs> you're making shit up now yeah okay but we'll talk about let's talk about you got anything else with the Lakers cuz I think I kind of said my piece no i mean uh yeah, I mean, we. I think we most people expected them to win the title, but yeah. when your two best players, you know, one of them is out and the other one doesn't look right, like, and nobody, I don't know, yeah, mm. total disaster. Um, yeah, haha. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, we'll talk about. Let's see. The the Knicks get bounced. Uh, Julius Randle just played like dog shit. Tom Thibodeau pissed down his leg, and those are your most improved players and coach of the year. Yeah, yeah. Monty Williams of the Suns got fucking robbed, um, in my opinion, and yeah, he actually sure. got more first place votes. But there were 19 voters that thought Quinn Snyder uh, deserved a higher vote than fucking or no, it was Quinn Quinn Snyder and Nate McMillan deserved a higher vote than Monty Williams. There were a, 
the, I think that I I don't know if there's been a year where there's been more great candidates for that. Award. Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. Like who who do you you know? I I don't. Steve I can't argue. Nash got a first place vote. That's fucking that stupid. That so like how, with all those candidates, you're gonna put Steve Nash in the top three? Someone was like, if he can manage these freaking egos. But, yeah. Yeah. But no, I that's that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. We, you know, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I, but those other guys, I mean, they all. You know, in a lot of years, any one of them would have won Coach of the that, Year. That's the thing. Like, I, I mean, I'm not pissed that Tibbs won by any. I yeah. mean, I wouldn't be. I'm never pissed about who wins the Coach of the Year. But <laughs> uh, I, I don't think. I mean, I think Monty got robbed. I don't think Tibbs didn't deserve it. I yeah. think, and I don't think Quinn Snyder necessarily didn't deserve it. And I think if Nate McMillan just took over the team a little bit sooner, he, I think he would have deserved it. Um, so yeah. yeah. Uh, congrats to the Knicks on just a great season, though. I mean, that's yeah. the most fun, electrifying season, and maybe this, maybe this century. Honestly, like right. who knows? Uh, maybe this, since Linsanity for sure. Does this put them in position? You know, I don't know if it's this year or or next year. Does this put them in position to finally land? They've they've been talking since the '80s mm-hmm. about since Patrick Ewing left yeah. about oh we're creating space to sign. A max contract guy does this put them in position to land somebody like that so the problem is i need to see what julius randall's did julius randall play himself out of some money this playoffs you think yeah um i don't know what his contract looks like but yeah i i think they have some room either way um this offseason i believe isn't great yeah so maybe next yeah oh wait no he um he had 2019 2020 in the summer of 2019 Okay, so he, I think he's got one more year after this. Okay. So, um, so him he'll be up, and there will be a great free agent class next year. So that'll be really interesting. I think a lot of it may come down to Tibbs, like who, what players like Tibbs. Yeah, that's a tough one. I, it's I, I have no clue. I mean, yeah. Tibbs. I I genuinely like. I have no clue if uh, who likes Tibbs and who doesn't. Um, so yeah, I think a lot of it will come down to that because. The James Dolan effect is already there, so yeah, I think, I think if the if the player isn't super fond of Tim Tibbs and already will for sure hate James Dolan, then it's like they're just not gonna yeah. they're just not gonna do it. I'll go somewhere else. Um, okay, so you got anything else with uh, Knicks Hawks? No. Um, we can also talk about the Hawks beating the Sixers in Game One. Yeah. Um, Embiid, I I. I put some Monopoly money on uh, the Hawks at plus two and a half because I thought Embiid either wouldn't play or would have a limited impact. He dropped like 40 and 12 or something. Yeah, he had a huge game. Yeah. Uh, miniscus, apparently. Yeah. Um, Hawks just shot incredible. Bogdanovich almost shot them out of the game, though, down the stretch. He was two for eight in the fourth quarter, one for four from three. That three was fucking huge, though. If he didn't hit that three, they'd probably yeah. lose that game. Yeah. And the free throws, right? And the free throws, yeah, yeah. yeah. 91% free throw shooter, so uh, if he didn't knock those down, it would be, yeah. And by the way, the broadcast did mention that before he shot them. <laughs> yes. um, yeah, so, so he did, you know, ultimately you're not going to, think about this game if you're Bogdanovich but um yeah scary one for sure it, it showed the the youth of the team I feel you know the fact that they they really like if there was two mi- two more minutes in the game they lose yeah, so yeah. um yeah and then also shout out to the Sixers for the great comeback I mean they <laughs> the, the Hawks reacted to a full court press like a middle school team like it was it was bad um yeah I yeah. thought that game was over 
You Definitely. Know? Um, and they, yeah, they, to their credit, they, they had a chance to steal it there at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, we also got the Nuggets beating the Blazers, my prediction. Yeah. Nuggets in six. Although, you know, I miss, I miss Dame. Um, I, I sent you a tweet, I think, like, of a dead Apple Watch. It was like, <laughs> Dame time's run out. Yeah, daytime, Dame time ran out of yeah, batteries. Yeah, Dame time ran out of batteries. But, yeah, I'm sad to see Dame out of the playoffs, you know. It's weird not having, like, LeBron, Dame, or, I mean, it's really just LeBron or Steph. I think this is the first finals without LeBron or Steph since, like, 2010 well, or look something. look at that. I sent you that. That image of uh, the playoff teams, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's been so That's long right. since any of the teams That's right. that are still left have won a title. Yeah, like it's awesome. Decades or never. As Yeah, so I'm bummed to see Dame and LeBron out because I'm a fan of those two players. But as a basketball, as a neutral basketball fan with no team fandom, this is like... I have never been more excited about playoff basketball. Yeah, it's um, wide open. So wide open. The Nets look pretty formidable right now yeah so the nets that's the one they don't play defense either, yeah so yeah, yeah 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 we'll, we'll talk about that in a yeah. sec um we have let's see who did the bucks the bucks um oh my god who did the bucks beat in the first round uh <laughs> why am i oh the heat they swept the heat that's right that's oh, yeah, why yeah. we already talked about Jimmy that yeah. yeah Jimmy time yikes okay yeah so we also got the uh, clippers mavs in a in a wild game seven Luca doing all he can, um, and after the game, he he was asked if he plans to sign a supermax extension. He just smiled and said, "I think you know the answer." That was Tim McMahon on the reporting. So, yeah, it sounds like he's coming back to the Mavs. And I raised well, I'm not gonna say I raised the question because it was I saw a Jimmy High Roller on YouTube. He's actually he's from Washington, uh, makes really interesting videos with like a lot of uh, research put into him. Um, he kind of put the question in my head, is Luca the best 22 year old of all time? Right. Um, right. I don't know. Did you, I sent you that video. Do you check it out? I watched a, I forgot to watch the rest of it. I watched a little bit of it. No worries. But I, I do want to, yeah. I'll... So he basically broke it down into seven categories and, and went really in depth and, um, I'll just spoil. I'll, do you want me to spoil what he said or no? No, go for it. Um, off of his numbers, LeBron was the clear number one, um, followed by I think Luca was fifth. Oh wow! Uh, Magic was fourth, and uh, um, or no, I got Mari Stoudemire was actually maybe oh, fourth. Wow. Yeah, would have never thought because of him. yeah because he he was like leading along with Steve Nash leading the Suns to those like conference finals yeah. and and he was looking like and I think Carl Anthony Towns is up there. Um, and he's kind of fallen off too, but yeah, the, the list, I, I don't remember it, but, um, after watching his video, it seemed like LeBron had a pretty convincing, uh, you know, convincing lead over everyone else. But I think if we're just basing it, he based it off, like, you know, when we talk about the goat conversation, you talk about accolades and leadership and, you know, I think if we're talking about just the best Hooper at 22, I think it might be Luka Doncic. Um, Magic led his team to two championships by the time he was 22. Yeah. So it's really hard to argue that. Yeah. But I like you know I he wasn't he wasn't a hooper like Luka is. Yeah. Like I don't know. It is it is so you know a couple of, so the, there are four guys that came to my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I did is I I only looked up their 21 year old season. Okay. Luka just played his 21 year old yeah. season. Yeah. So the four guys that 
jumped into my mind, well, obviously, Luca, Magic, LeBron, and Jordan were the four that popped into my head. Now, Jordan was a rookie yes. that year, but he still averaged 28-7-6. and six. LeBron was 32-7-7. Seven and seven. Magic was 22-9-9. Nine and nine. Um, His 20-year-old season, they won the title. 22, was he? I 22, mean, 20, 20, 22, he won his second title yeah yeah but you know hey i mean luca didn't have you know he wasn't joining showtime like all-time players around him so it's hard the title thing is very hard to evaluate how did the lakers get that pick by the way that's what you know that's one thing i've wanted to look up for a while i don't know i think it was a trade yeah just a stupid ass trade that came through yeah you know in a way that the other team obviously didn't expect Uh yeah i'd like to i'd like to look that that one up i'd be curious as well um, I, that's one of those things that I used to know and forgot. Yeah. Um, so it's very hard, as we've talked about, it's very hard to just look at stats mm-hmm. when you're comparing eras. We've talked about quarterbacks, right? Mm-hmm. The, you know, the 70s quarterbacks threw as many picks as touchdowns. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and the NBA has changed a lot, too. So, mm-hmm. man, it's really hard. The one thing, the, my, my biggest knock on Luka is he – He's by of those four that I brought up. He's in my opinion by far the worst defender of the four. That's the thing. But offensively, yeah, if you're talking about offense, you know, passing rebounds, yeah, he is the best. But if you, I'm a, I'm still a big defensive guy. Um, and and man, but I'm I'm so conflicted on this. I, I I would pick Magic personally. Mm-hmm. What he did in his first three years, you know starting at center in a in a NBA finals game. Mm-hmm. Like I Magic is yeah, 22 doesn't sound like a lot, but man, if you just watch that motherfucker yeah, play, yeah. It's it's ridiculous and you know, you see his highlights, but watch him for a whole game is amazing and a lot of people haven't done that, mm-hmm. but um so I would still go with Magic. Um but I mean, Luca's offensive game is at, at his age is, is, is unparalleled. Yeah. There's no question about that. So the two players I want to add to your argument of just their age 21 season um, are Shaq and Kobe. Mm. Yeah. So Kobe will... I don't know why I didn't think about Kobe. That's I'll, a pretty obvious one. I'll yeah. submit I'll submit Kobe's 22-year-old season because he jumped from 22.5 to 28.5. Yeah. So he also had two uh, two championships by then. Now, they were both Shaq's championships, yeah. mostly. Um, but his 22-year-old season, he had uh, 28.5, 5, and 6. Uh, and then his 22-year-old season, he had 22, uh, 5, and 6 as well. So... Uh, yeah, and then Shaq had like twenty nine and thirteen and like two or whatever. But wow. uh, how many blocks did he have actually? Uh, blocks. Yeah, he had two and a half blocks, and he also had three blocks his twenty one year old season actually. So, yeah. So those are the other two players I like to submit for for your single season list. Um, and those those were also players that were covered in in the the Jimmy high roller video and also players that I actually thought of before I watched the video, but Shaq might've been the hardest of all those to defend. Yeah. Like, so yeah, that's the, he like was, he was a beast unlike anything that had been seen. So I don't know, like this, this makes sense in my brain, but it really probably doesn't make sense when I say it out loud. Um, like Shaq's physical dominance and like 
his unguard ability as a huge man is similar to like Luca's as a dribbler and shooter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Luca is unguardable as a shooter and a dribbler because he can just step back in your face and you could defend it as well, like as well as you possibly can without blocking it and it'll still go in. Um, same thing with Shaq, where he'll, he'll just body you no matter what. And then ma- Magic being the facilitator yeah, of yeah. the offense. It was, I think I'm like ulti- anybody that's ever played yeah. at that age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think ultimately I'm going to take LeBron. Um, oh, there's a Which shot. is, I know. Oh, it's, wow. It, and I, I really, like, I didn't want to. Like, I genuinely, because, like, I didn't want to because I just, I don't know. It's not, it's not interesting if I take LeBron, but... I I think he dragged that fucking terrible Cavs team to the finals. He, you know, he was out. He said he put up 32 and like seven and seven. And seven. seven. So, I mean, that's yeah. just fu- like, that's so crazy. Uh, yeah. And then, and then, you know, but like I said, Kobe had two chips, magic had two chips. So it's really kind of impossible to quantify, but, yeah. and also cat, Cat should be up there in the argument too. And Devin Booker dropped a 71 point game when he was like 20. <laughs> so that's one of the best games of all time. I, had, I have still never seen Cat play because <laughs> he plays for the Timberwolves. I have not seen one minute. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. You know. Oh my God. No, that's... I'm, I'm watching good matchups. Yeah, usually. I know. I know. I know. If I watch the NBA, which isn't all that often, That's I'm so watching funny. good. Ma- I'm not watching the fucking Timberwolves. I know. I, it makes it makes sense. Like, of course you <laughs> haven't, but it's just so no funny. Idea. So I'm so playing funny. college, not the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, he. The thing is, at 21, 22, he was. I, I think when he was 21, there was a poll of all GMs, and it was like, who would you build around? It was, it was like, 17 percent LeBron. 17 percent maybe it was Giannis I don't remember and then like 29 percent cat he was the number one vote getter by by a lot over LeBron and this was four four or five years ago Mm. when LeBron just came off of like the the most historic finals performance of all time um so the problem is he just didn't really get better after that he just kind of stayed there so now you don't think of him as one of the best 22 year olds of all time but at the time, you know, um, definitely, I think he was number 10 on the list. And he breaks it, the way he does it in the video, he breaks it down very analytically. And, like, he has a chart. He has, like, a point system and a chart at the end. Okay. So it's, like, very, everything's very numbers-based for him. So, um, yeah. So I think you guys should check that out either way because it's just really interesting. But, yeah. All right. Um, moving forward, what other series do we got? Um, who else lost? I think we covered all the first round series, right? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's talk about. Uh, we already talked about that, and then yeah, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, and uh, the Bucks. The Bucks just look kind of bad. They're taking bad shots. Um, and I mean the Nets are just cooking. Like Kevin Durant is just eating people. Um, yeah. I mean, what do you what do you got for for the first two games? You know, a couple of things. So. You know, Giannis just, you know, he's he's not going to have a jump shot. Yeah. Let's just say it. It it if he hasn't figured that out, <sighs> it's ugly as it, shit. It looks ugly. Mm-hmm. And then, but the, I think the most disappointing thing to me is, I know I know um, I know Durant's really good, mm-hmm. but he's not a kid anymore. Mm-mm. So you can't. You're the defensive player of the year, and you can't. I'm not saying lock him down, but he's tearing you to pieces. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, and then they, an and then they and then they put Drew Holiday on him because Giannis like Giannis had him for a few possessions, and then they put Drew Holiday on him for the rest of the game. Cause, it's like a fucking foot taller than yeah, Drew Holiday. Yeah. What are you doing? Drew, I mean, Kevin Durant can shoot over everyone, yeah. but he can definitely shoot over Drew Holiday. Yeah. So doesn't he have to jump to no, shoot over him? No. Do an old fifty set shot yeah. over that guy. Yeah. Yeah. So I it's it's yeah, I I don't know, man. Um and then the Nets just look like if they you know, they don't have Harden. Doesn't matter. Yeah, if they have two of those three guys there, it seems like they, By they the can way, score 150 points every night. I forgot how they worded the hamstring injury, but they did the thing where they downplay the language of it. Do you like? Do you think Harden's just out now because he keeps injuring his hamstring? Like, is this it? Like, uh, is it is this it for Harden this year? And is this is this is this where we're gonna see from Harden for the rest of his career? I think, I think he'll I think he'll be back. I think he won't be back this series unless it gets, the Bucks win the next two. Right, unless it gets muddy. I think they're gonna ha- right hamstring tightness is what they call it. Tightness, my ass. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, <laughs> hamstrings are just. I don't know. No, they're, they're, he re-injured it. That's what happened. Yeah, they're on the list of the most unpredictable. Even not even a, a the best surgeon in the world can tell you when it's gonna be ready. Yeah, and then you think it's ready and you pull it again. So I mean, just look at Will Fuller. That's all you need to see. Will yeah, Fuller, oh Will God. Fuller injures his hamstring three times a year. So I think we'll see him again, but we're not going to see him. They're leading the series 2-0. Like, why would you? Why would you no, rush him back? No, 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 not not yet. I mean, if it gets to game, honestly, not until game seven. Yeah. To be honest, unless it looks really bad, not until game seven. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think I think the Nets. Let's let's make a prediction here. Um, oh, also, uh, one more thing I want to talk about. No, let's make a prediction first. Um, <laughs> let's make a prediction. So, Buck, uh, Nets up 2-0, going, going to Milwaukee now. I think the Nets take it in... Six. Six? Six, yeah. Do you think Milwaukee is going to win the next two, or are they going to split it and then... I think they... I think Milwaukee uh, splits, and then they take one. Okay. Take one in Brooklyn. I think this is going to be a five-game series. I, I almost split. The reason I paused for so long is I almost said five. Yeah. But I think I, I don't even like my pick. But You're I'm either going to say five or fuck. I was <laughs> yeah. Trying to figure out which one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I think um I think Milwaukee will win the next game mm-hmm. and then um the the Nets will just pour it on them again. They just can't stop them. They can't guard Mm-mm. them. Mm-mm. And the Nets don't play defense, but if if Giannis can't shoot, you don't need a whole lot of defense. Oh my god! And you have to guard on that if team right fucking, now. Fucking what's his name? Mike James. Like Mike James outscored fucking Chris Middleton <laughs> in the first. Like what? I didn't even know that guy yeah. existed, man. He's like the like Bruce Brown is out here killing. Like Bruce Brown was killing them last night. Bruce fucking yeah, Brown was yeah. taking it to the rack and killing them last yeah. night. Um. Anyway, okay, well, let's move back to the to the Blazers for one sec because they did fire Terry Stotts. Um, oh, also, yeah, by the way, the Luka contract breakdown would look like uh, 34.7, 37.5, 40.3, 43.1, and then 45.9 uh, in 2026 um, for that extension. But that, I mean, I assume that'll happen. Yeah, they're gonna obviously they're gonna pay the guy. Definitely It'd be crazy not to. Um, okay, Terry Stotts is out of here. Um, I so I knew he was a, one of the worst defensive coaches ever. 
statistically and and you I and I initially I'm like well when you have Norman Powell and and CJ and Dame on the court that's going to happen and Enos Cantor yeah. yeah but what I did not realize that he did and this is because I don't watch a ton of games and when I do watch games I don't pl- I don't pay attention to the X's and O's I don't I don't research anything yeah. about coaches for the record what I did find out is he is 100% like he will not change his defense from going under screens. Mm. Every single time he wants you to go under the screen. You play against Steph Curry, we're not doubling him, we're going under the screens. Okay. So Steph can just pull from two feet behind the three-point line for like 30 shots if he right, wants to. Right. So that's why they're so terrible along with having Damon, CJ, and Norman Powell and Enos Cantor. Yeah. But um, yeah. So I think he had to go. Um, I do too, but why is the GM still there? He's put that's together the other thing. a roster that you can't you can't win a championship. Oh, with that Gary roster. Gary Trent is too is too much of a you know just a small scorer like CJ and Dame. Let's trade for Norman Powell. Like what? That's the that's the same actually, that's the same player. Trent could actually guard somebody. Trent Trent was a good defender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think I mean. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so the GM's got to go. Uh, you know, there will be a lot of people that say you can't put together a roster in Portland. Well, you know, Scottie Pippen and you know po- yeah. played in Portland. Yeah, um, they've had a lot of good players go through there. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people like to go there and play there. Now their city is a shit show right now. Right now it's rough, so they so, might have to have like a cleaning campaign yeah. for like a. That may stop them from getting a baseball team. <sighs> Like, That's true. I didn't even consider that. Yeah. No, I, I John Canzano, um, Canzano, who's a columnist down there. Um, that's what. That's kind of his take. Is that shit? Like five years ago, Portland would have been a front runner for an MLB team. Now, unless they get their shit together, mm-hmm. it may not happen. So, um, you know, I it would be a shame if they can't bring in some guys to help Dame win. I mean, who's Who's their stretch forward that can score? Yeah, you know, which you need these days. I mean, they they have a bunch of little guards that yep. can't defend. Um, you know, um, what's his name? What's the other guard's name? Um, Blanking McCollum? on three, McCollum. He's a he's a good player, but you know, I, I just he's not a he's a he's number not, th- he's a number three. He's a number three on a yeah. championship team. A great he's like a great he's a he's yeah. the ideal number three on a championship team. Let me let me rephrase that because he's a great player, um, borderline all star. But so fire the GM, Dame, start calling some guys and yeah. get them to get them to come join you. Well, one guy that Dame failed to get to come to Portland is fucking Jason Kidd. Oh my God. Thank God for Dame. Honestly, yeah. that. This happened. So, so this weird. is the the reason this story is more interesting to me, aside from Jason Kidd withdrawing his name, which is already interesting. Like you're an assistant right now, but um, that may have been a hey, we're not going to pick you. So could you just withdraw your name? No. Mm-mm. Okay. So the, so if you read the article, this is what makes it interesting. Um, he says Portland is a first class organization. We'll have great candidates for its head coaching job, but I decided not to be one of them. Um, kid was ultimately uncomfortable with the idea of pursuing the opening after Blazers star Damian Lillard publicly called for his hiring within hours of Stott's departure on Friday night. The public nature of Lillard's endorsement, telling Yahoo Sports that Jason Kidd is the guy I want, left Kidd feeling that he would both put Lillard and Portland's process in an awkward circumstance should he pursue the opening. What does that even mean? I don't know. What does that even, what the fuck are you talking about? 
Maybe he just doesn't feel like being a head coach. Maybe he likes I being guess. an assistant. He I guess need, he doesn't need the money. Do you think? Do you think it's a pre- like like not only is that big pressure when you're dealing with a a, a superstar and especially a superstar that's aging, um, but do you think like having Dame or ha- being the guy that Dame wants? Do you think that comes with too much pressure? And he like he backed out because of that. I mean, that's what LeBron does, right? I yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. You know? so I don't know. I. It's weird. I don't really understand it. I think he must not feel – ultimately, he probably doesn't really feel like he can win there for whatever reason. Yeah. Maybe it's that reason or maybe it's other mm-hmm. reasons. But He was in the – he was in a um, – I think the the short list of candidates so far for the Celtics coach too. So it'll be really – I mean, if he takes that one, that, that will make it especially interesting. And in that case, I would love to see a Celtics, um, Celtics Blazers final where Dame tries to drop sixty-five on Jason Kidd's team's head every game. Now maybe, maybe that could be one thing, but maybe LeBron was like, "Hey, you know that bitchy head coach that we have right now? Mm. I think I'm gonna whack him in the off season. So stick around. Interesting. Stick around, man. Interesting. The thing is, I feel like Vogel. I feel like Vogel has done a good job of staying in the background. Yeah. So I think LeBron likes that. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. I completely, I fell asleep at 730 last night. (laughs) I passed out. Um, So I missed the, uh, the Suns and Nuggets game. Suns won 122 to 105. Looked like no particularly dominant performance from everyone from anyone on the suns just the whole starting lineup had uh like 15 plus points pretty much yeah. so um well, i mean what did you what did you see it from was, that game you know i didn't watch a ton of it mm-hmm. i was working quite a bit last night but when i was watching it you know it was a close game really until the middle of the fourth quarter i if i remember right mm-hmm. um it was close most of the way the first half was great i did watch some more of that nice and I kind of kept, okay, is it going to get close? Yeah. And it does, I'll sit down and really watch it. But, yeah, they just they just kind of, yeah, it was a group collective effort. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, they, they, looked, they looked really good. They continue to surprise, I guess. Yeah. Um, I, you asked me who I was rooting for um, while I was asleep. And um, I so I have some fake money on the Nuggets. As do I. Uh, yeah. yeah. So obviously that would be nice for them to win, but just from a like a neutral basketball fan interest perspective, I would love to see Chris Paul and Devin Booker in the conference finals. I think that'd be fucking awesome. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, yeah. So especially like against the Clippers, I can see them just talking mad shit to the Clippers. Um, but yeah, so I'm just man, I'm excited for the series to to move forward. Yeah, I, I like you know the the ex reporter in me still roots for a story in mm-hmm. the Suns. With you know, with Chris Paul coming, yeah, you know, shoulder injury, right. is he even gonna be able to play? Mm-hmm. That's a hell of a that's a hell of a story. Yeah, so it'd be fun yeah. fun to see them. Advance. Definitely, definitely, and also, you know, I, uh, I, I, I want the, I want the, um, I want the Nuggets to do their thing when they have Jamal Murray. You know, yeah, like true. I, I just like. It'd be great. Although, you know, it would be cool to see Jokic go on a Dirk kind of run. Yeah. And just and just take out everyone. But um yeah, so uh like I said, I think that's that's maybe the number one series I'm excited for moving forward. But um yeah. What else I mean, what games do we got tonight? 
We have the... What games do we have tonight? I don't remember. Um. So, <laughs> so yeah. Far. No, it's good. Oh, shoot. We got Hawk... No. We got Hawks Sixers, and we got Clippers Jazz, game one. That's right. Okay. So, um... Hawks, like as I said, beat the Sixers, almost pissed down their leg. Who do you got tonight? Philly is minus six. I have to believe that Philly is going to bounce back and, and I, win this game. I do too. I just don't. I mean, I like Atlanta. I don't think they're that good. They're not going to sweep. Now, you know? now give me the 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 spread, the shit show, minus six. I don't like that at all. I wouldn't bet that. Okay, and then let's I'd, see. Money line, money line only for that game. Yeah, for <laughs> real. Um. Okay, over under two twenty four. Um, you know me, I'm usually going to bet the over. Yeah. I haven't looked at what those teams typically do enough to really have a, a strong opinion mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of points though. Um, yeah. for, for two teams that do at least try to defend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. And then we got Clippers, Jazz, Utah's minus three at home. So that's, that's about an even line. Um, who, who you got winning the game? Which Clippers team is going to show up? It's so hard to say. I don't know. I mean, they're just... They're a bunch of kind of weirdos. Yeah, and yeah. You don't know, you don't know where they're at mentally. I yeah. think is a lot of it. Um, you know, uh, I, I like. I, I generally think that the Clippers are really the better team. Um, you know, with with having a, a you know a guy that's been the two time Finals MVP. Yeah. But I, I guess I'd have to pick. I'd pick the Jazz probably. Give me the Jazz, yeah. I think. Do we just agree on every pick? I, Both maybe, picks, maybe. yeah. Give me the Jazz. Um, okay. How about how about this? Let's make a series prediction, though. Duh. I'll. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Clippers. Clippers. Okay. Yeah. I think they've. I'm gonna. I'm gonna feel like Clippers in. Uh, seven. Clippers in seven. Series. I think it's gonna be a good series. I um, think Donovan Mitchell. Oh shit. No, I can't bet against Kawhi in Game Seven. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. So you gonna go six? Uh, I'm I'm doing the exact thing I did with uh, Nuggets Blazers, yeah. where I, it's either Nuggets and or it's either Clippers in seven or 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 Jazz in six. Yeah. Ah, uh, uh, give me give me the, give me the give me the Jazz in seven. Fuck it, man. All right. Let's just do it. All Let's right. just do it. Yeah. Let's just do it. Donovan Mitchell's gonna drop fifty two and and go. beat Could the be. Clippers in, in Game Seven. Okay, yeah. Um, do you have anything else uh, with with that series? No. Okay. Um, and then series prediction for Hawks Sixers. Um, I you know I don't know how how you can how you can pick the the Hawks. Uh, yeah, that's a tough one. <laughs> but man, they they keep surprising us mm-hmm, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I I gotta go Sixers. Assuming Embiid, obviously he looked just fine. Sixers in. Um. I'll go. Who's the high, so the Sixers are the higher seed. I'll say, I think they'll they'll win if, Game Six down in Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. Um. So you got them winning two. You got the Hawks winning two games. Then another one after this one. Yeah. Interesting. I was gonna take. I was gonna take. I'm gonna take Sixers and seven. Okay. I think this one's going seven too. All right. I think this right. one's going seven too. Um, I'd like to see it. I yeah. Like yeah. I think Trey Young is gonna gonna pour it on him a couple more times. Um, okay, Nuggets and Suns. Suns winning game one. I think that the. I think this one's going seven two, and I think I think D Book's gonna take it in, in game seven. I think the Suns in seven. What do you got? 
Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Nuggets in this one. Nuggets in. Um, so they'll be playing. They just lost um, one on the road. It's gonna. I don't think they're gonna win four out of the next five games. So I'm gonna go. I'll go game seven. Okay. Okay. I'm picking two road teams in game seven. Yeah, that's interesting. Probably not super smart, but that's interesting. I just think that the Nuggets have a. I don't know. They they've just got a couple of players who can mm-hmm. you know really light it up. Mm-hmm. So I'll go there. Okay, so let's talk about uh, the Seahawks punter. That's interesting, right? Um, big balls. Yeah, yeah. Big balls got extended, so we got uh, three or sorry, four year, fourteen point five million that can get up to sixteen, um, ten point six over the first two. Someone was like ripping on the Seahawks for how much they spent on kicker and punter. It's like four percent, four or five percent of our cap. And if here's the thing, man, if you got a good kicker and a punter, that's fucking worth it. Yeah. That is so worth it if you got a good kicker and a punter. But it's not big money. That's backup line yeah, for money. Exactly. And then that is so if you have a good kicker and a punter, five percent is more than worth it. Ten percent is worth it if you got a good kicker and a punter. But um He's the best player on the Seahawks. <laughs> honestly. No. Yeah. He's not the most important player on the Seahawks. Don't don't get those two mixed up. But he's he's arguably the best punter in the league. He's certainly one of the top three punters in the league. So yeah, I I think you you know you got to keep the guy you drafted him. You know, um, and I, that's just not that's not huge money. I'm, I'm okay. With, I mean, four years. I mean, he's, so he's gonna make about max of four million a year. I mean, that's, that's okay. fine. Yeah, that's fine. I'm okay with that. That's fine. I would have if they would have paid him nine million a year. I would have been like okay that you know fuck that but mm-hmm. no and i plus i like the dude you know yeah yeah i like him okay um time for mariners talk so you guys can uh just skip about five minutes for clown <laughs> of the week um everybody's on yeah okay um so do the mariners suck probably they're down four games in the wild card, which is fucking... They just keep hanging on, so, Which Okay, here's what that tells me. That tells me that Scott Service is not a bad manager, yeah. and that tells me that the culture within the clubhouse is fucking great. Yeah. And it has been for probably the last few years. That's what that tells me, which is really exciting. Um... Now we got to talk about uh, Jared Galenek. Uh, well, actually, let's, let's talk about the good one first. Logan Gilbert's looking solid. Yeah, um, he's been better every start. Yeah, 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 which is, you know, and a young starting pitcher, you know, I'm not going to rush him. A young starting outfielder, I'm not going to rush him either. But, yeah, Kellenic 0 for 39, gets sent down, batting below the Kellenic line, which is 100. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so... I texted you and, and asked you, like, honestly, are you worried? I don't – I'm, like, I'm definitely not going to be the guy that, like, completely writes off a young prospect. But I have too much Mariners trauma for me to not be <laughs> absolutely terrified that Jared Kelnick is – like, I like in my mind, it's like, oh, my God, this is Dustin Ackley. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like, so I'm not gonna, I'm not saying he's Dustin Ackley. I'm not saying I think he's going to be Dustin Ackley. I'm just saying that's where my anxiety is taking me. See, the – and I, I've had so much Mariners trauma that I don't even have hope to begin with. Right? Yeah. 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 I was once like you. <laughs> a prospect would come up. And then, you know, there were a couple like Griffey and A-Rod that worked, that, that obviously yep. worked out immediately. Yep. But but there's been enough that I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'll believe it when he gets here. That's always my attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Yeah. Well, also, Dustin Ackley had, like, a great rookie year. Yeah, Not a great rookie year, but for solid. a rookie, very solid rookie yeah. year. So, 
Yeah, DePoto just, you know, had some comments just here like an hour ago or something like that. And, you know, basically what he said was a lot of people are second guessing us bringing him up then. Um, I thought it was weird. So I, I'm like, okay, they didn't bring him up to start the season. And we all, we've talked about the service time thing. Uh-huh. If you're an MLB owner, yeah, you manipulate the service time. Uh-huh. Everybody would do it. You're yeah. stupid not to. It's yeah. a stupid rule. It's a yeah. stupid agreement. Yeah. But yeah, you're going to do that. To mm-hmm. get yeah, I mean, year. you use the okay. rules to your advantage. I thought it was weird that, okay, if you're going to keep him down for a bit, but you only have him play six games. Yeah. Like let him, yeah. let him go through a little struggle him, in the minors. Yeah, let, let him, him see the same team twice and make adjustments on it. Am I wrong in thinking he didn't particularly have like the greatest start in the minors? He had. He was tearing it. He up was tearing it up. Okay, not not insane, but he was. Oh no, he just he just had a bet. Never mind. I was, was thinking. I, I was thinking. Never mind. I'm I'm yeah. so dumb. I was thinking of his time up in the, in oh, the okay, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah i was just thinking of like like two weeks ago but yeah and then so service basically said we felt that that was the right time to bring him up um and then um and then basically he said if he would have torn it up we would have been criticized for keeping him down see that's that's the thing just shut up dude like yeah stop. like why like why do you even listen to that noise anyway and then the other thing he said though was that he was Early on, even though he wasn't hitting a lot, they were pleased with his at bat. So he was, he was hitting the ball fairly hard when he hit it. Um, getting deep in the counts. He was getting deep in the counts. He was drawing walks, but basically he said like the last ten days he's looked frustrated and okay, um, and a little bit lost. So they see it as we just want to reset him, you know, give him give him a breather, mm-hmm. have him work on a couple things, and bring him back up. I want to hear. Uh, I mean, it's tough because I don't I don't want like reporters to pile on him or whatever. But I want to hear what his thought process is like right now. But like not yeah. in a I want to hear what his thought process is in like a like I'm talking to him while he's in the cage type of thing. Not like yeah in a press conference. Right. Like I just want to talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> I like because you know I um like I said I'm terrified, but hearing what you just said makes me feel a little better. Um. Yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't pay enough attention to the Mariners or or the Major League Baseball currently to really have a strong opinion on it's any not, of this. It's not a good thing. It's yeah. you know, so going 0 for 39 is not good. Yeah, he was, I think, five for his last 75. Um, he had eight hits. Three of those were in his second game. Yeah, it's not good. No, I'm not. I mean, we can't say it's good. How bad is it? Is you know, to be determined. I think I think it's dumb that Depoto was listening to the noise, but I do tend to agree that no, like, it would have been too. We would have brought him up too late, and now people are saying like we're bringing we brought him up too early. So yeah. there, it was. It's a no win situation when it comes to a prospect like this. There's always going to be some people mad, especially if the prospect doesn't appear to be working out right away. Yeah. Then it's like. No matter what, whatever you did was wrong. In sports, you're going to get second guess no matter what uh-huh. you do. And I'm beginning to think that it's really up, more up to the player. Like, the more, I, the more I think about this, the more I just think it's 100% up to the player whether they're a bust or not. Yeah. That, that's what I'm beginning to think. More, more in baseball, when it's like a quarterback in football, you can really fuck up a quarterback. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I don't know. Well, I think I think he needed to go down. Yeah. I don't think there's any question. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I think that was the right thing to do. So you don't ackley him. You don't uh-huh. completely ruin him. Zanino him. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know Evan Wydum. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no kidding. Um, uh, I think when he comes back up, we gotta see something. If we don't, then then he's a then I'm you know he's gonna go into that. He's a quad A player type type thing. I'm really excited he's still about young. yeah he's twenty what twenty one whatever. Yeah. Uh, he's still young. I'm really excited about Julio Rodriguez at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got he got uh, intentionally walked. To see Jose Bautista, yeah, which is fucking crazy. It is, yeah, um, not. I mean, Jose Bautista obviously isn't the same, but uh, yeah, it's just wild. Shout out to yeah. shout out to Julio. He also hit like a a walk off home run or a go ahead home run off of a of John Axford, former major leaguer. So um, yeah, really excited for yeah. him until he learns English. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. He, uh, no, don't even bring him up until <laughs> get him on fucking Babel until he yeah until he can yeah. No, I'm I'm excited. <laughs> I am, you know, somewhat excited about him. But again, I, you know, with all these guys, you know, the Cal Raleigh, the catcher, looks really yeah. good. Until these guys hit in the major leagues, yeah. I'm sorry, I just yeah. don't get all that excited yeah. because you know, would be a dope player to have it. right now, Chris Taylor. Be a oh, dope God. player to have right now. Yeah, huh? good thing we got rid of him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Cool. <laughs> Omar okay. Nar- Narvaez is tearing it up too let's just stop talking about (laughs) you got anything else (laughs) no Uh, fucking just do something you idiots well let's just let's just play the music that we're feeling right now Woo, baby yeah it's the howard schultz cloud of the week spoiler alert it's us for being mariners fans um no (laughs) not not really my clown of the week if you don't mind me going first uh is daryl morey um got fined 75k for each social media or 75k and the Sixers got fined 75k for a social media post that he made. Um, Steph Curry Ugh. made a tweet uh, just after he after he torched the the um, Wizards and and Daryl Moore just said join him. He's obviously like the GM or whatever yeah, for the that's for the stupid. So what makes this extra stupid is he did this earlier this year when James Harden when the trade talks for James Harden were happening and he got fined 50k. So he already knew that this was going to happen yeah. and he just got him and his team fined. And this, this, what, is this going to draw Steph Curry to Philly? Like, is this, this Daryl Morey tweet is going to be the draw for him? Is yeah. that what's going right. to like, he just did, he just literally cost, cost him and his team 150 K to get some likes off. So that's some clown shit in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and I don't even think anyone really saw this either. So, so yeah, clown anyway. So I wanted to I wanted to do a quick shout out to Triple Crown Triple Clown Ooh. Bob Baffert. You know, <laughs> but Triple he's not crown. my real clown of the week. Yeah. My clown of the week is LeBron James. Oh Jesus. Okay. He took his talents off the floor yeah. and left the building. Yeah. With Ten minutes left in the game. Yeah. What kind of teammate is that? Teammate that's thirty six and needs training no, after. You can wait ten fucking minutes for your I know, training. I know, I know. What I'm the not, fuck I'm not gonna that? defend that. I'm not gonna defend that. Yeah, like, that was lame. That was lame. He's a me guy. I don't Ugh. like me guys. Okay, that, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna listen to that. He's not a me guy. He's a me guy. No, that was just a dumb. I mean, that was a dumb move, and he should have stayed. But that's yeah. That that's yeah. ridiculous. Clown of the week. Okay. LeBron James. Yeah. Okay. Whatever, man. Um, okay. So let's move into our. That was a, that was a pretty quick clown of the week. Yeah. Um, let's move into our lock and our player of the week. Do you want to go first? And also, which one do you want to choose? Lock of the week. Nets over two thirty five. How, how? What percent of your locks have been nets over? 
It hits like almost every almost time. every time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I need the Bucks to score a little bit though. That's the thing. Come on, Bucks. They need Give to me shoot. 90 points, they need okay? to shoot better than like forty percent from the field for that to happen. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, my lock is going to be Utah minus three tonight. I, I just think Utah's gonna come out fiery and they're gonna yeah. they're gonna they're gonna win. I you know, I don't think the Clippers are gonna come out with a real sense of urgency. So yeah, give me the Jazz minus three. Um, and then my player of the week. Ooh, ooh 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 ooh. My player of the week is going to be Tobias Harris. Yeah, I think. I think, you know, Embiid obviously had this monster game. Um, I think he's not – they're not going to be able to rely on him having that many touches and having that high of a usage rate throughout the playoffs. And maybe they will. Maybe the meniscus thing is, like, pretty much all better. But I think Tobias Harris is going to get leaned on pretty heavy, and I think he'll torch Bogdanovich. So Yeah, I could definitely see that. I don't yeah. think Bogdanovich is the best defender in no, the world. No, So, yeah, what do you yeah. got? So – Maybe you know I'm I might be a, I might be a week late on this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna continue I'm gonna see if he can continue what he's okay. done so far. So my player of the week is gonna be Blake Griffin. Ah, yes. You know he can dunk. He can Still. dunk. He yammed on Giannis last yeah. night, and yeah. he also had a really nice putback. He's been all over the floor diving. Yeah. Um, I don't know what he ended with last that night. That dude really wants a ring. Bad. Yes. 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 I, I've never seen him play like that. He's turned into like Draymond Green yeah. out of nowhere. Like yeah. it's crazy. So I watched like the beginning of that game. Immediately he's on the floor. Mm-hmm. He's he's diving for a ball. He's pulling it out of the other guy's hands. Yeah. I've never seen that that type of heart from him. He so. has he has seven points and eight assists. Or sorry, seven points and eight rebounds and. I think six of his seven points were dunks. So yeah, yeah. So <laughs> in the first game he had what. What did he or have? no, he had a th- sorry, he had two dunks and a three pointer. There you go. That's what Blake Griffin yeah. had last night. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then the game before he had eight. Uh, so he had sixteen. And sixteen and fourteen or six, something like that. Eighteen and fourteen. Eighteen. And That's 14. what it was. Yeah. Eighteen and fourteen. So he's not. Mm. I'm not saying he's gonna, you know, put up thirty and ten. Yeah. What I am saying is he's a key defender. Mm-hmm. Um. If you watch the game, you will see that he's the player. Of the every, week. every. I think just about every NBA Finals winner has to have a guy that just is a is a pain in everyone's ass, mm-hmm. and he's kind of become that guy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not going to be those the, the big three. They're no. not those kind of players. He's Mm-mm. he's going going to be gritty. Um, yeah, I've been super impressed with what I've seen from him for a guy that looked like he was done. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's pretty pretty amazing to see he. Yeah, he came back it. to life. I that yeah, I'm I'm that you know starting to wonder if he kind of Vince Cartered that last uh, that last season with the Pistons, but yeah. you know he was injured, so who knows? Um, yeah, I feel like that's becoming more common now. The uh, the like not you know not try until I leave type of thing, but yeah, um, yeah, I mean you know Blake Griffin. I will say I do like I personally like Blake Griffin just because he's hilarious. Like yeah, he is. he's if you know he he's done um he's appeared on a bunch of podcasts that I like and um he's actually he does like a charity stand up comedy thing every year where he he follows some of the best stand up comedians in the world and still kills. No. So uh yeah, I just I don't know, I just like him personally and it's cool to see him just kind of 
grind it out on the floor, you know, in a way that we haven't seen really his whole career. Um, yep. Yeah. So without further ado, you got anything else? I got nothing. All right. Well, yeah. Like, comment, subscribe, all the dumb YouTube shit. Uh, notifications or fucking whatever. Um, uh, yeah. And then with with that being said, also um, follow us on Twitter at Mason Charles Co. at Aaron Co. 29. Got the book High Points. Check it out on Amazon. Got a hardcover, softcover, and ebook. And uh, yeah, without further ado, peace out. See ya.